Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, no prayer is too big. Sit back and relax, and let's get started. So the world seems like it's on fire. If you look at the news right now, all you see is more coronavirus cases, more people dead, more panic, more quarantines, people on lockdown, anger, fear, just complete chaos. And as much as I want to stay above the chaos, it is bloody hard, right? You look at the stock market and it's fallen off a cliff. You look at what some governments are doing or not doing and it's triggering. You look at how people are reacting and treating each other and it's easy to let that aggression and to let that fear seep into, uh, into my world and into my stories about what's going on. I had powerful revelation from a coach of mine, uh, Jenny Smith, and she illuminated the fact that whatever you are feeling at any given time is the lens with which you're going to see the world. So if you are in a place of feeling fear, of feeling anxiety, of feeling anger or rage or irritation, then everything you look at through that lens is going to have that frame. So as I look at the beginning of this year and a lot of the projects and things that I'm personally working on, things that our teams are working on, I can point to a number of things that are not where, they, where I feel like they should have been. I feel like I started to have what kind of feelings? Fear. Fear that we weren't going to be able to hit the targets that I wasn't going to be able to hit the targets. And in that place of fear, in that place of anxiety and aggression, I started to think about not only my team, but also just um, everything about like family, finances, like all of those things started to fall into that filter. And then this morning I started to investigate this. I started to investigate this idea that, you know, somehow I'm dependent on all these other things. And I looked back and I had to, I had this just moment of look back. This is all during my workout this morning. I had this moment of look back and I was reminded of, I I thought back, like what were the biggest years, like the, the biggest, like in terms of pure business, biggest producing years like dramatic game changer deals, all that kind of stuff. And in reflection, I realized something. And the story in my mind was that the only way those big results happened was as a result of the grind, right? That painful, sickening, sleep-deprived, sedated grind. And I started feeling fear that that's where it was going to take, I was going to have to go back to, to deliver the results. I started feeling like 
that's going to be what my future is. I'm going to have to go back to that. But then I challenged the story and I was reminded of one thing. That all of those years, all of those biggest things, those biggest things that I might think of as achievements were not a direct result of me. They were a direct result of him. In all of those cases, every one of those, those cases, as I go back and think about it, it's easy to, it's easy to let you know, the big touchdowns and the big games and the big deals and all the things, all the big wins that we have in our lives, it's easy to let them start to recede into the past as soon as they happen. And what I'm finding is that the biggest value of those wins is not the win itself, but it's the evidence that it is that God is with us. When I have fear about the next step in the path, I gain power in looking at the grace and the steps behind me. Like, when was the last time you looked behind you? regardless of where you are and how terrible the moment may seem, how much fear you may have about the damn coronavirus and business and your relationship and all of the things, regardless of the amount of fear that you may be feeling right now, when was the last time you looked behind you and saw the work that had been done for you, not necessarily by you? I started thinking about this because I was in the gym. I started just realizing this is one of the value, this is one of the, the tremendous values of taking pictures of yourself so you can have a marker of what, what and who you were at a given time and so that in the future, down the road, you can look back and go, that's incredible. I look back on the pictures of who I was three and a half years ago, four years ago, and it is not the same guy. I could say it was all the reps in the gym and the time spent and the fasting and keto and everything else. But I only arrived at any of those things and I only had the internal fortitude to be able to do those things as a result of God's faithfulness. I asked him and he delivered. When I look back at where my marriage and my family was three or four years ago, or even who I was 10 years ago, I realized that today's reality of alignment with my wife and family and the vision that we have is absolutely impossible to imagine back then. And so when I look at the transit from back then to now, I see that God's at work the whole time. When I think about the greatest evidence of faith in the universe, we really only have to look back to Christ's walk. Like he walked it for us. He walked it for us and then he said, fear not. Fear not, just believe. Like, <laughs> what else do you need? So when I bring this back to the business world and I think about like impossible targets and deals that we have to get in and numbers that don't seem to be coming when we need them to and on the timelines that we need them to and I feel this sickening fear of going back into the grind that is so costly, I realize that it was never the grind that actually delivered the results. For me anyway. 
it was him. I just need to ask. My biggest results would have never been, have never been the results of the grind, but have been the results of faith. And in that place, as I was in the gym, I kept glancing up and seeing the TV screens. Coronavirus, coronavirus, more cases, more cases, more this, more that. And I heard two things. There was a couple of stats up on the screen. There was something like 110,000 people have been confirmed they have it. And there's about, at this point, about 4,000 people that have died of it. Rest their souls. But there was another number. It was about 66,000. 66,000 people have come through it. And I read that as 66,000 people are immune to it. But that's not the number that's presented. And then in the next breath, I heard another thing. That there is no prayer too big. There's no prayer too big. As I start to think about numbers and targets and the things I want to produce and all this kind of stuff, it seems huge. But then when I thought about this fear virus, because that's really what it is. It's a virus of fear that has taken over the globe. I heard the voice say, there's no prayer too big. Pray for it. And so that's what I did. As I went to work praying for the globe, praying that this virus be rebuked, that the fear in the human heart be eliminated for those people that are afraid of this. And that in that place, they find that there's something different. And of course, there was a voice that said, oh, come on, man. You know, you can pray for your deals or pray for your marriage, but pray for the globe. Pray for millions or billions of people. This virus, that's kind of big. Yeah. And then I heard no prayer is too big. So here's my challenge and action and request of you. That if you're listening to this, that you take a moment and join me in praying for the globe, for earth, for all the people of the earth, that this virus that has created so much fear in the world, that it be rebuked, that it go back to where it came from, and that inside of this, God's glory is revealed, because I believe that it is. And I think you'll find that the minute you turn your attention from yourself and the fear that you feel to, I'm going to go to war with this darkness spiritually by asking the CEO of the universe to do the work for me. I think you'll find that that fear has also started to recede. Here's what I'd ask. If you're willing to accept this challenge and just simply take a moment to pray that you would hit me up on Instagram. 
hit me up on email, hit me up on any kind of social media channel. Let me know what happened. And perhaps we might be able to connect some of you warriors out there because there are big things coming, amazing things coming. And, and it's important that the lights start to gather. That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. More to come.